Yo. Yo, guys. Hey. Hello, hello. What's going on? Nothing much. Round one, two? <laughs> hey, we're not going to count the other one. No, 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 no. Everybody, welcome, welcome to the Trio NATO Nerds Podcast. It's your boy, Out of Animal, on my bro, Howard, a.k.a. Beanie Pirate. What it do? Got my man, B. Ryan, in the building, a.k.a. Brave in the Bold. What's good, y'all? So, today's topic will be on Invincible. Mm-hmm. The hit smash show, or smash hit show, however you want to put it. <laughs> That's on Amazon. I'm invincible for all of you who don't know, because this is going to be the non spoiler section for like one minute. Uh, <laughs> this kid finds out he has superpowers. He's trying to make it in the world with some plots and some twists and a whole bunch of other stuff that happens. <laughs> uh, we definitely will be getting into. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler warning is now in effect. Uh huh. So, if you haven't watched the show, get off here now. Watch the show, then hop back on the podcast so you can, you know, share your thoughts and opinions. You probably have the same thoughts and opinions as we do, or maybe something different. I don't know. But if you have different opinions and you have questions or anything, yo, hit us up. You can hit us up on this app, on my Facebook, or anywhere. Almost anywhere. Almost anywhere. I don't have an OnlyFans. Don't hit me up on there. That's weird. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Let's get to it. Yep. So we should probably talk about um, the main character. Uh-huh. Which is Invincible, uh, Mark Grayson. I mean... The the character he is getting his butt handed to him <laughs> <laughs> almost every episode. But um I think the main thing is you, you can take from the character is he has a lot of heart that goes into being a hero. Um yeah. just not the experience, which of course his dad Omni Man is there to seemingly help. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I like Mark Grayson. I think he's a really good character to be um, to to look at and explore um, in this show. I think that he definitely stems from like like inspirations coming from Spider Man and like Terry McGinnis off uh, Batman Beyond and and such. Um. Except, you know, again, it's realistic to where um, he's getting his butt handed to him every single time. Every single time. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think about this character is he's not someone that, like, just like had his powers his whole life. He just got him. Like, yep. you see it in the first episode, he just got his powers. And mm-hmm. He's trying to like fly. You see him land, like smacking the ground. <laughs> um, the one thing that I never understand is this whole neighborhood. They live in this small uh, neighborhood, and 
he's trying to learn how to fly and he keeps making divots. These giant <laughs> not divots, I'm sorry, craters in these grounds, and no one, none of his neighbors are looking out the window like, what's going on out there? And then and then you see um then you see Omni Man saying, Wow, invincible threat or menace. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, continue. It was just <laughs> like he just he just crashing, and I'm like, okay, no one in his neighborhood is gonna turn around. I'm like, what is that sound? That sounds like someone is smacking the ground. <laughs> right, but he definitely is a character who. And a lot of y'all have probably seen before, like Spider-Man or Terry, like y'all said. Um, but he's just trying to make it, you know. He has he's just trying to get through with his love. Like he he falls in love with someone who we definitely got to get to because I have my thoughts on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but then you know he got super friends ish air quotes, <laughs> super associates. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, he also has the power of invincibility. He can fly, and he's invincible. <laughs> in 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 some ways, yes. In some ways. Uh, next up, we got Debbie Grayson, his mama. Best superhero Uh-oh. mom ever. Yeah. Very Same. true. She's actually there. She's not just like, oh, you guys are being superheroes. Okay, have a nice day. No, she actually portrays a lot in the show. Yeah. She shows real concern for her mom. Even though her son has superpowers, he still treats him like that's his son. Not, no, oh my gosh, that's a god. My son's a god. He's a super saiyan. No. That's still my son, even though he has powers. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she really... uh lets them know that, like, yeah, I'm only human. You and your dad got superpowers, but I'm still here for you. Very true. Very true. So I and like that. Um, real quick. <laughs> yeah. So I like, I love that aspect about her, and, like, deeper into the show, when she starts investigating all that, like, she's not afraid to, like, call Omni-Man on his bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's a real mom right there. Like you said, because like when he was trying to be all tough and big to his mom, she grounded his ass so quick. She was like, first off, I don't care what little powers you had. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing, but she definitely looked at this man and was like, I don't care if you got superpowers, I'm still your mama. And I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I would say she's definitely um has the human aspect i would say like adds that to the family because i mean of course you have mark grayson who is like you know we see he he's he's a uh half human half vulture right but you know once he gets those powers he's trying to learn how to use them all that stuff but the mom adds more humanity to the family Mm -hmm. than anything else i mean we saw in the episode uh, eight scene where Omni Man was looking back on when uh, Invincible was growing up. Um, I think it was like the baseball game, and yeah. we saw 
the mom there pretty much teaching him and trying to guide him into what humanity is like and what you do with time and how you use it. Um, so she has this big influence, a big presence over the family. Um, and I like that Mark definitely respects her, still gives, you know, doesn't be like, doesn't refuse anything. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when she, she gives a command or when she's giving advice, he does not like fighting back at it, you know, and it's because she's wise <laughs> as yeah. we see. So, um, and also to see her cry after the devastation of the the whole Omni Man um, uh, fallout, as you could say, um, <laughs> that <laughs> fallout. She, yeah, <laughs> after they're falling out, uh, <laughs> she she had to cry. She had to show some tears. I mean, and. You know, that was, to me, that was a great emotional uh, scene right there. Even when she was listening to what he was saying mm-hmm. to Mark when they were, when Omni-Man was explaining himself and even called her a pet and all that stuff. And I'm like, yo, <sighs> yep, but awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome on Debbie's side. <laughs> Debbie Grayson. She's awesome. But um yeah, like like you said, like my God, <laughs> when she found out, he was like, "She's just a pet." Her face, the acting mm. and the the voice actor, everything was like a, oh, like oh, like you can hear the you can feel the pain when he said that. Yep, like and that she, was cold. Yeah. Oh, we we'll get to his little asshole ass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but also I I liked, and there were certain scenes where you can tell she was catching on to him, like little mm. hints. That's all I get. It's little tiny hints in this show where you can see when she was talking to um. No, when Omni Man after he you know murders uh, a group of superheroes, they they like, investigate him. They ask him questions like how what happened. He's like. It was dark, and someone snuck up on me. And, you know, you think that's just a throwaway line. Yeah. But then, like, a couple episodes later, uh, Cecil, sorry, Cecil. Yeah, Cecil. Cecil is like the the uh, Nick Fury in the whole show. He appears in the dark, and Omni Man catches him, and like instant starts choking him out. And she's like, her was like, hold up, this motherfucker lied. Ain't no one sneaking up on your ass in the dark. Like she just knew it, and I was like, "Oh, she she's on to him," and she started investigating. Like you can't hide stuff in a mom's house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She definitely wasn't was not dumb <laughs> and not naive at all. Yeah. So now let's talk about uh, Captain Asshole Omni Man. Ha, ha. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was Homelander for one second from the boy. For real. <laughs> he was catching more wreck than Homelander. He was catching more wreck. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we. One word to describe Omni Man for me is brutal. Mm hmm. That man, 
I think after, like I said, like after the first episode, everybody was like, holy shit. Jaws yeah. dropped. Jaws dropped. I don't think anybody's seen that coming. I, I, I was like, oh, 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 it's brutal. Hey. But uh, I gave the Guardians some credit. They was giving it to them, though. Yeah. They ain't at go least, down without no yeah. fight. Yeah, at least they uh, showcased them putting up a fight and actually hurting, almost, almost kind of hurting Omni-Man. Almost, but it was just... I think the scene that got me was when the flat what's the flash dude's name? Red Rush. Red Rush. When Red Rush ran up and was super punching him in the chest. <laughs> and he was like bleeding. I was like, oh wait, he can die? Hold up. Like he was bleeding, his eyes started changing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, there's something, something's happening here. And then he crushed his head. I was like, oh. Oh my god. <laughs> Golly. I mean, Omni Man really is a good like Cecil would say, he is a really good liar. Like he's mm-hmm. probably a master at it. And he'd been a sleeper agent there for like over twenty years or so. And it's it, I find Omni Man interesting. He is a jerk. But he is interesting as far as this, yeah. like the show goes because it's like he's been planted there for that many years, but then he wants to weaken Earth. That's mm-hmm. why killing Go- Guardians of the Globe and all that to welcome Earth into Viltrum into the Viltrum rule. But the thing is, you got a son you didn't raise as a Viltrum. Viltramite. You raise them as yeah. a human. So there's going to be conflicting things happening there. He should have known that was going to happen and that he was going to have to explain himself. He didn't explain himself very well, of course. <laughs> like, I, I like that there's weaknesses within his at least mental psyche rather yeah. than like uh, like a, a, a rock from his home planet or something. Like, you know, yeah. so... Um, I, I I think that I want I want to see them explore Omni Man some more, um, because I know he probably when when he flew off at the end, off of Earth after he shed a tear, he sh- he showed weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder he he's probably not gonna go back to Viltrum because they're probably gonna kill him for not even readying the planet or whatever. So yeah. there's, you know, there's going to be some conflict there. I know next season or even season three, if they hold off, but like Omni-Man is interesting, perfectly, perfectly cast voice as well with uh, J.K. Simmons from the uh, Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson definitely looks like J. Jonah Jameson. And- <laughs> <laughs> and definitely they chose the right actor to to act uh and not to say that all these other actors who are voicing the uh characters are you know um aren't good and they didn't put, show their performance but this dude jk simmons he really did it especially it, it's from start to finish pretty mm-hmm. much um yeah 
Uh, random fun fact. All the dead members of the Guardians of the Globe are all from Walking Dead. Oh! What? <laughs> yeah. Like That's that awesome. Group, it's all the Walking Dead. Um, that man, that man, Robert Kirkman, man. <laughs> <laughs> Even the, say, Mark uh, Grayson was, uh, yeah, yep, Stephen Yoon, Stephen Yoon, yeah, yep, uh, uh, what was his name in Walking Dead? Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. Yeah. yep. So he has played two characters who got their head bashed in. This one lived. This one lived. Um, but yeah, this is Omni Man. Like the way he thought about life is what also is interesting. Like he, when he was beating up the the, the hell out of his son, um, that was a that was, whew. Uh, <laughs> he took his head and just slammed it through the subway station. I was like, oh, that train station. I was like, uh. That's yeah, yeah. I I was like, yo, this is animation, but it still feels real. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, uh, actually, my sister had walked in on me, uh, watching the show. My older sister, and she was, I said, you came in at the wrong time. <laughs> she she was she <laughs> her jaw dropped at that moment, and I was like, oh. Um, yeah, this is uh this is not for kids. Nope. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Y'all may see a nice cartoon. It may start off as a nice cartoon. But for all y'all who's listening, who hasn't watched it, and I don't know why you're listening, but if you <laughs> are, watch the first episode by yourself before you show your kids. Because <laughs> you will know right away. Like, right away that this is, this is, this is bloody. Omni Man plays no games. He was like, "I'm going to kill all of you." Dude. And I know how to do it. And I was like, "Jesus!" <laughs> My man went to a whole nother planet and laid waste. Then came back for dinner like it was nothing. Oh, nothing! Like <laughs> damn. Yeah, the Flaxen episode was um, that was a doozy mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when the Flaxens invaded. Also showcase more characters. Uh, well, more uh, we we see more um, of the teen. What was it the teen team or were they the <laughs> Guardians of the Globe then? No, they were the this was the teen the teen team. Yeah, where we got to see where we got to meet you know such lovely heroes like like Rex. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rex explode. <laughs> 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 that. That douchebag. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Rex is like one of my like third favorite characters in this show. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like he was a complete douchebag. <laughs> like he was an asshole. <laughs> but for some reason it just made it. I was like, this guy is an asshole, but this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think that ugh. look to also, touch on him. Oh yeah. man, what? Oh, uh, what you want to say? It's really bad at names. <laughs> like he's not really creative with names. But he's creative with a lot of things, but some of these names are very simple. 
Oh yeah, they are. Monster Girl. You got uh, mm-hmm. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> robot. That's it. Like nothing else. Uh, um, let's see. And what? Duplicate. Wow. <laughs> Duplicate. And they can cheat it all. <laughs> oh, Adam Eve deserved better. Like Mark Grayson. Like Mark Grayson. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh yeah. And let's let's get it. Okay. So yeah, Adam Eve is awesome. She has the power to manipulate, you know, uh, molecules. Right? Isn't that oh. it? Oh. Yes. <laughs> like. Wow, I didn't think I'd actually like her because I didn't think I actually liked her. I liked Amber mm-hmm. at first, <laughs> and then episode seven happened. Yeah, pretty much six and yeah, six and seven happened, and I was like, "Uh, what are they doing? No, don't Amber. Why are you being stupid?" She's <laughs> like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta make time for me." And, uh, but I got to balance all... He, Mark should have said that he had responsibilities to his family. And mm-hmm. yes, I know they're conflicting and all that with my with you and I, you know, and I'll make up for that. But he did make empty promises that he couldn't keep. That he couldn't keep. But Amber then... She... If she knew, like episode seven, she knew... <laughs> That he was invincible and said, bruh, she embarrassed all other like female, to me, all other female, uh, female co-stars. I feel like mm-hmm. at least with the, uh, I'll say the female love interest, like, yo, she, he revealed his secret identity to her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Okay, you're a superhero. I've been knew that." I'm like, "Wow, she's she's not dumb." But then she's like, "Okay, so what? You're a superhero. Get out of my house." <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm like, "What?" Oh, I don't even know what to say. The whole time, I get I get what Amber's coming from. Like, she just wants to spend time with her boyfriend. And, but, you know, Invincible, Mark was getting his ass kicked somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he tried, like, he, you can tell he was trying. This dude flew to Mars to get her a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's all like, oh, thank you, thanks, yeah, oh, okay. And then <laughs> you said, what she, what she said, oh, I know you're invincible. I was like, then why the hell did you yell at him at the high school? <laughs> I was like, what? That I sat there and just stared for a while. I'm like, if you knew this man has been getting his ass kicked, because I know it's on the news. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some YouTube channel probably got like a uh, Invisible ass kicking moments. Like, you know what's happening. And yeah. you're like, I'm done with you. You have to leave. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> this man has been putting his life on the line. 
fighting things that he probably don't understand what the heck it was. Like and those then, aliens. Dude, dude, if they given, they've only been in a relationship for probably like two months. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, he don't fully know you yet, you know? <sighs> I will say, in their defense, they're teenagers. That's true. This is all this is all through a teenage perspective. Trust me, yeah. as adults, we all think that Amber ain't shit. <laughs> we all think that. But if you go at it with a teenager's perspective, they're gonna understand because you know the teenage emotions and the stuff that go through with high school and trying to get ready for college. Minus the superpowers, because you ain't got no superpowers. But yeah. in that aspect, I understand. Do um, I agree um, with it? Hell no. I, I'm sorry, but Amber act like she 30. Like she <laughs> she's very mature for her age. And I, I got confused because I was like, wait, oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, they are teenagers. But mm-hmm. she is so mature. You know what I mean? I that's what I, I like that's what I liked about her character. She's not like any other love interest to me that I've that I've seen. Um that's like on the ball every Hits every like note her her guy hits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were in sync in in some points, and I like that witty banter they had. You know, so I like the way they connected. But then for her to just, <laughs> you know, it just ah, <laughs> uh, I'm just like that ruined it for me. Like uh, she she's not the worst character though. I'm just saying how that went down. It just. Yeah, went down that way. Um, That's true. Even when you said worst characters, like it is hard to find a bad character in the show. Really? The, it, it, no, the one girl that shrank, she didn't do anything. <laughs> she kind of. I forgot her name. What's her name again? <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Small girl. I don't. I forgot her name. Ricky Ray. Okay. Because you know Robert Kirkman, his name again. <laughs> if anyone listening, if you can't guess their powers, the names one hundred percent say shrinking right. She shrinks. That's it. <laughs> robot. He's a robot. Black Samson. He black. <laughs> <laughs> that's his superpower. That's, that's literally his superpowers. <laughs> Oh, I'm shout out! Shout out to oh man! Wait, wait shout out to Carrie yeah. Payton. Um, that guy voiced Black Samson, and he's the voice of Cyborg in the original Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to that man! <laughs> I like his work. He's also from Walking Dead. <laughs> he was in Walking Dead too. Yeah, that's uh, um, Ezekiel, Prince Ezekiel, King Ezekiel. Oh. I... Oh man, Robert Kirkman, man, he keep making the Easter eggs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Easter eggs, they did have a couple Easter eggs in Invincible that I know me and yeah. Brian picked up. Oh yeah, oh which yeah. ones? So Brian, you go first. So in so in um, Invincible. I was like, um, yo, so the principal sounded so um, so familiar. Oh, yeah. And 
basically Al put it, he put it together. Like, he was just like, yo, that's Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, no way. And then he said, he said like, um, he, yeah, I think he said like a meme or something like that, but it had the image of, it was, what was it, Carl Winslow High School? Yeah. Yeah, or, or Winslow High School, and then their principal just looked like Carl Winslow, and then <laughs> <laughs> man, I was like, "That's awesome!" <laughs> yeah, it's like only certain people would know because I remember, like, I heard it, and I was like, "Why did this sound familiar?" And then he was like, right underneath the height, the sign, and I was like, "Hold on, is that Carl Winslow?" <laughs> I was like, "Man, that was amazing." I don't know why it was there. It, it made no purpose. He was just kind of there. I was like, all right, that's fine. Yo, that, that man, Albert figured that out, though. Credit to Albert, man. Yeah, <laughs> he man, figured that you. out. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I think Brian had the best one. So Brian pointed out, for one, um, the guy who voiced Titan is Cottonmouth from Luke Cage, for one. Yeah. Oh, what? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, in episode, what was it, five, I believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After uh, they raided the place with um, Machine Head and all that, mm-hmm. that scene where Titan took over is actually the exact same scene from the end of season two of Luke Cage. <laughs> yep. Oh, we got to explain Titan then real quick. I thought that was the <laughs> storyline. Oh, man. it It felt like it felt like it was a mix of uh, Luke Cage up in there. Yeah. But he had a family, you know, he was just taking care of them. And, oh, man, he would do anything to take care of his family, even becoming the kingpin of crime. Yes. And how I felt about that was, I, uh, for, for me personally, I'm like, I respect it. Like mm-hmm. somehow it was like by the end of all of that, he was like, "Sorry, kid. Uh, sorry, I had to go down this way, but I gotta take care of what's mine." By the <laughs> end of that, I I respected him. I I don't know how. I don't even again. I I don't play into the superhero. I mean, super villain side yeah. that much. But I was like, yo, I respect him for that though. <laughs> At the end of the day, man. So do y'all think? How much do you think this was planned for him? From him, like was it for a the, whole entire thing, or was it he kind of fell entire, into play? Whole, whole entire thing. I feel like he <laughs> knew what he was gonna do from the uh-huh. beginning. He already was mad that he was working for uh, Machine Head, right? Or was it Gearhead? Yeah. Machine it Head. Mach- machine Head. Yeah. So he was already getting tired, and he knew he wasn't gonna just easily get out of the game like that. Because he's too valuable a player, he he knew that. He he mm-hmm. he bothered trying to ask Machine Head if he could get out, or this is gonna be the last time I do this, or telling him that. But no, and I guess from that point on, he was just like, okay, I'm gonna still continue with my plan. Because he had to get out of there or take over. Yeah. <laughs> like I watched it. First of all, that whole episode, I was like, "This is 
this is Luke Cage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kermit, I see what you're doing there. You just 100% this main Luke Cage. Very similar, too. He just turned to stone. Bruh, I was like, okay, that's. I had I had only heard whispers of Mahershala Ali, the guy who played yeah. Catmull. I only heard whispers of him being involved in this show. Then this episode came on and he was talking. I was like, yo, that's my dude Cottonmouth. I know yep. I know that's him. And it's funny that he's playing a Luke Cage type character in a show like this. So <laughs> Oh, Kermit, thought... he's a little evil little person. <laughs> <laughs> so cool, so cool. Um, you also get a lot of a lot of villains showcased in this uh, show, which yes. uh, which one that stuck out because all the others were kind of uh, offshoots, you know, yeah. throwaways. Battle Beast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Battle Beast. I didn't, I didn't need Battle Beast to come in and whoop the ass that bad. I, <laughs> I watched all the You know, he's going to beat them a little bit. Nah, this dude whooped the ass and then left. Hey, man. So it's, it's funny. That guy who, who voices Battle Beast too, um, he, I think he used to voice some. Uh, he he's done more work. He's done a lot of voice work. But that guy, y'all remember that old cartoon, uh, Cow and Chicken? Yeah. yeah. Remember the I Am Weasel shorts or whatever? Mm-hmm. He was the voice of. Uh, he was the voice of I, I Am Weasel. So, um, <laughs> I think his name is Michael Dorn. I think, uh, but he. I think he's done a lot more voice work. I'm at the look at him, but that's the only one that comes to mind. But how yeah. he did this one, like Battle Beast is something else. Like <laughs> it, it definitely it, it gave me chills to see Mark lose so bad. Mm-hmm. Really, to see the guard, the new Guardians of the Globe team lose so bad to him. Um. But, oh, man, I don't know where they could go. Because to have an introduction like that and then take him out of there, oh, man, that's going to be interesting. See, I think, like, having him introducing this character, especially, like, this dude is a monster, that he may give Omni-Man a fight. Uh, uh, (laughs) I don't know. As someone who's read the comic, Oh yeah. man, I I I sorely beg to differ. I mean, Robert Kirkman did say some things in this show is different from the comics because he's a better writer now. So maybe <laughs> that is true, and they mm-hmm. definitely differentiated from the comic. However, there are still elements from the comic that's in the show. Yeah, and if they do go along with the comic, you're going to see a lot more Battle Beast. All right. I definitely want to see more of them. Uh, you know, that, you, Jesus. Yo, you know who I don't want to see more of? The twins. I don't care about the, <laughs> the territories. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't care about them. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, I know they're trying to make them uh, crucial 
I was like, okay, they got beat in the first episode. I ain't got to see them again. They won off throwaway villains. Then they come back. And the, <laughs> and the confusing robot subplot. That That's why this, this show has a 9 out of 10 for me. Because it was like, there's, there's that one subplot that I don't care for that they was trying to put in the background and everything. I was like, and it was the robot subplot. I didn't, well, I didn't really care for it. Since we got done with Battle Battle Beast after he whooped that ass, uh, he also beats the crap out of uh, Monster Girl. Whose powers is also very weird. Um, yeah, twenty nine years old, but looks like a twelve year old. Because uh. Monster turns into a uh, Benjamin Button. These <laughs> or something. I was like, How? that's a terrible power. <laughs> But after that, <laughs> I knew something was weird with Robot because he was he was too much with her, like just a little too much. I was like, "Why is he?" Yeah, that's true. The whole world. I was like, "What is he doing?" And I thought Robot had to be like a fifty-year-old old man somewhere, <laughs> which I think he was. I don't even know how old his. I don't. Ew. I don't know how much that slug, like how how old that slug was. A slug. I thought it was a talking potato. <laughs> is he in the comics? I wanted to ask Albert this. Is he in the comics? Yes. <laughs> Yo, I, I thought this was a new character because I'm like they hit. I I didn't think he was like in in the like really in the comic. I thought he was an original character for the show at one point. They changed his concept a lot. I'll say that. Okay. He's supposed to play a bit more of a role, but I see that's what they went with it. And I was like, uh, okay. Well, I didn't I didn't hate the story plot as much. I thought it was just weird because he, he just did all this so he can talk to Monster Girl. And I was like, this dude is like a creepy tender dude times 25. Oh, uh, that's why I didn't want to see it because it's cringe. I'm like, yo, I gotta cringe. At this part of the show, oh, yes, Monster Girl, I will help you because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a but heart. I have a heart. <laughs> then he took my man's Rex DNA. <laughs> Why him? I was like, what? You picked the wrong person. You but no, he took did some it. DNA. No, he took his because he saw Monster Girl liked him. I know, but still. And I was like, that is some creepy stuff, but also hilarious. Really, because how, how they first interaction was, it didn't seem like they liked each other. No. It didn't seem like it. But... <laughs> and, and Rex, he was like, he said, why did you pick me? He said, I, I, I'm disgusted. I don't like this. <laughs> I feel like hey, I mean, he's like, I know, I know you, I know why you would, but I, but why would you like? Because he, <laughs> he he felt like it complimented him a little bit. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm cool and all that stuff, but you know, still. Yo. Wait, hold on. Uh, there's a character I did not know this. There's a character in the show called Two Punch Man. <laughs> And he was a background character, and yes, it is based off of Santama Saitama. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. All right, Robert Kirby. <laughs> he just throw this we got two punch man. <laughs> two punch man. Oh my goodness. Yo right. yo, but um I I think that this this show is is very I mean every 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 end, end of the episode is like a twist. There's always yeah. a twist. Um which I almost thought it was gonna get old and tired, but nah, that became a staple. Just like invincible, saying the word invincible and then having the title card come up <laughs> with a little speck of blood, but then more every episode. And that was like clever. Uh, real, real clever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I learned to love it. Um, every time I saw it, Re- really the Invincible title card was not annoying at all. I just, I had noticed no. that probably the third episode, the splatters of blood. I'm like, yo, oh, this is indicating how bloody it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's that's crazy. Did the last title card on episode eight, it was like all that blood was over Invincible. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, happened to his face. You and everybody else, man. Ooh, I mean, man. That finale, that finale, it works on an action level mm-hmm. and uh uh in a dialogue level. Yeah. Like, yeah, very well. Everything that Mark and uh, uh, Omni Man uh, Nolan were saying, like even Cecil when he was talking, and even the episode seven, the episode before that, Cecil was talking mm-hmm. to to um to Omni Man, and it was just I just liked the nice. that conversation, and I liked the conversations that Mark and uh, Omni-Man had in the last episode. Yeah. Everything. Like, when Omni-Man threw him into the uh, into a city uh, building and caused all that destruction, all the people. And, and, and hats off to the show as well for showing uh, people uh, getting got. Because most <laughs> of the... <laughs> Yo, they did not shy away from any civilians dying, bro. I'm like, yo, this is this is insane. <laughs> Black like, they killed killer people, like they killed little girl. Like they killed that little girl when <laughs> when the oh. were trying to save him, and then oh. he didn't I was like, oh, just a hand. I was like, oh no. Oh, and uh, when Omni Man uh, squashed a pilot's head in yeah. front of Mark Grayson's face, that's when I knew I was like, "Oh, we're gonna see more of this, aren't we?" And then it got worse from there. Man, that pilot, <laughs> that pilot was like, "Man, thank you for saving." Oh my god, I was like, "Oh, oh, he did. <laughs> he, we ain't wow. gonna see him in a sequel." Wow, thank you for saving me, Mark Grayson. Uh, I mean, uh, he didn't know his real name. Thank you for saving me, Invincible. Uh, I can finally go home to my wife and hug her and my child. Oh, man. I'm going to go home and really cherish life. Turns around. Omni Man. <laughs> Why did you save him? Squash. <laughs> I was like, damn. He didn't give us a t- second to think. 
about life. He just like goodbye. I was like, oh. <laughs> now quick question, cuz quick question. Mm-hmm. Do we get do Hellboy come back? Damien Dark Blood. He said Hellboy. <laughs> he said I told Hellboy. you Hellboy Batman. <laughs> Hellboy is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it, it it was almost disrespectful, but it really isn't because that's 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 simplifying his character. Like that yeah. that's basically what he is. It don't even sound hurtful at all. Like it's, no. it's him. <laughs> he just kind of showed up. He was like, "It's Omni Man." <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, it's very clear. It's Omni Man. They know it's not. It's like very clear. It's- <laughs> But nah, he, he done he done for. Damn. But you know the sad part is? Yeah. He's not even based off of Hellboy or Batman. You wanna know who he's based off of? Uh oh. Rorschach from Watchmen. I'm done. I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> Shut it off. We done. That doesn't make sense. That does not make sense. <laughs> I <laughs> That does not make sense. I mean, it does though. It, 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 yeah, yeah, like a little bit because the way he investigates, and he was all like, "Well, y'all are fucked," because it's like obvious. Wait, it's, so wait, so who it was again? You gotta run that by because I, it's like I can't believe it. Who who was he supposed to be inspired on? Who? Rorschach. 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 Yeah. It's just Rorschach is so. <sighs> Like, to me, he's not, like, okay, I, I can, I, I'm starting to see it. I would say more of a low-key Rorschach, though. Because uh, Rorschach, to me, is like, um, R- Rorschach is more complex than Damien Darkblood, I think. Well, his name is Damien Darkblood, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And... But that that's true though. I guess he had more of the characteristics of, of Rorschach than Hellboy. Because Hellboy he's more impulsive and likes to shoot things. And mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Damien Darkblood, yeah, like y'all said, he investigates. Yeah, and he would have outed he would have outed that it was Omni Man to begin with. And I think yeah. that's what Cecil didn't want. Because he knew he was going to stop at nothing to kind of out him and reveal to the world that he killed the Guardians. But Cecil well, I don't think he was the world. I think Cecil still was on a fence about it. Like at that time, he was still like, maybe, I don't know, maybe. Like he was kind of like teetering back. I thought, and forth. I thought he had said before he had sent them away, he was like, I thought Cecil had said, like, I need to know why he's doing it. Yeah, he said, I need to know why and how to stop him. Oh, okay, okay. I thought Cecil was, like, back, like, teetering. He didn't know what to do. That's the thing, like, I I didn't see Cecil get worried until Omni-Man tried to... When Omni-Man was really trying to get at him, uh... I want to say that one time in the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, "Yo, he he was about to snap Cecil in two. and then 
in the uh, episode seven where he was teleporting around the field and Omni Man was trying to catch him, but he was like, "Yo, you move so fast." <laughs> you know, I've never seen Susu so worried until those those times, those points in time, <laughs> like showing real. To me, those those were showing like real emotion in those moments. Like he really didn't want. I don't even to touch it at all. No, um, like at all. <laughs> I got to give Cecil credit. That's a that's a smart man. That man had yeah. no contingency plans for Omni Man. And if it wasn't for Mark, <laughs> I think Cthulhu would have killed him. <laughs> True. I don't think so. I think Cthulhu would have. He he would have lost. Wait, but somehow Invincible beat him off screen. Yeah. Yeah, like, no, yo. they both did. They both like weakened them. But then, like, also, you see in the next shot, Immortal, the Immortal comes out of nowhere. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna beat up uh, Omni Man. And then you see Invincible getting caught up with the monster. And he's like, Dad. And I'm just, again, we're seeing Immortal just fighting. Uh, Omni Man the whole time, and then off screen, Invincible looks like he seemingly defeated the monster. They had to give him one win. Yeah, just one. <laughs> I was like, but off screen? Come on, we couldn't see him fight? Uh, I would have been like, oh snap, Invincible learned some things. I don't know, but we got like, what, five more minutes left? So. What do y'all think season two is going to look like? Uh, it's going to be just as bloody, if not more bloodier. <laughs> and this is for me, just comic book wise, trying to project into the season two world. Yeah. But it's definitely going to be bloodier. They're going to introduce new villains. And they're going to show more Vildramites. Because right. I did like the ending where they just set up like Titan gonna have a storyline. He would have fight a dragon. Whereas Iron Fist he would fight. Mm. Uh oh, no, this is it was like uh the drag the Titans gonna have a storyline, the aliens, they're still a thing. The ones that took over that that astronaut, yeah, the flags. Oh wait, no, yeah, the Martians, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Then what else you had? You had um, Omni Man. I don't know what the hell happened to him. He just like peaced out. He probably gonna kill another planet just for fun. Not for fun. He's a, he probably mad. He's like, I'm going to murder all of you. I'm tired of this shit. Mm. Uh, my, my prediction for season two is like, well, I guess some little predictions. They're, they're going to try to go into uh, and, and attack those storylines that they're setting up for, you know, like they set up for uh, at the end of season one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I probably would want to see I would want to see Omni Man. I feel like he's gonna put himself in exile. Mm. 
I feel like that's the only way because he can't go back to Viltrum empty handed. Like, and just like the orange uh, alien who was talking to uh, Mark, he was mm-hmm. like, that's weird. Viltrumites just don't give up like that. So they're going to send somebody else. Even if he does report to the whoever is the hierarchy of the, the race or whatever, he's going to have to probably face some kind of punishment or something. Uh, and yeah, there probably is going to be a Viltrumite or a few of them coming in the next season. I can see that yeah. for sure. Um, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with the Titan uh, Titan plot. Um, because hopefully they focus more on Mark kind of um, well helping the little guy too. Maybe he should start off not start off small, but he should think about still helping the little guy out as much as the big yeah. guy. Um, but yeah, um, basically what what uh basically what you and Albert pretty much said, but just you know. I would like to see the same thing. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I like that this show is different. Like it's yeah, you you probably look at some of the heroes and like I've seen that hero before. They're like, yeah, who cares? Like it's it's realistic because they don't hold anything back. Yes. They're not Marvel, they're not DC where they're holding back. Clearly, these are like we're not holding back. Like you want to see murder. You want to see death. Mm. Mm. Um, and Very then, like, it's, it's, you're not just watching like a bloody show where it's just just blood. It's like it all makes sense, and the story is also very good. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's that's what I like about new storytelling, new ways of storytelling, because you can have action. But if you have a great story to match the action, like the great mm-hmm. action, you can have a great show or or film. You know what I mean? So this is what I like. This is what I want from other people, you know, other uh, filmmakers and TV showrunners and stuff like that. They need to kind of just uh, still keep this trend going, you know? Yep. yep. But that's all the time we have for today. Oh, yeah. Um, thank y'all for joining us. We're going to have more awesome content soon. Hey, if you haven't already done so, watch Invincible, man. And from my homies on the cast, read the comics, y'all. You're going to love it. Uh, I think I'm going to read them soon. Read them, read them, read them. I'm already about to get volumes one through three of, like, <laughs> the whole, uh, <laughs> almost an encyclopedia. but uh, see y'all next time hey hit us up Anchor, Spotify definitely listen to the podcast we got more stuff coming on more great content tune in peace deuces